Amen. Only Jesus can judge me, so you can go away. Somebody write that down. I'm going to go old school today. I have a Bible and a paper. I feel like uh, I'm not too excited about it. Just uh, couldn't get my iPad. But it's okay. It's, uh, it's important to be able to function uh, without your uh, devices, right? I'll take your guys' word for it. Um, I actually wanted to talk about what, what Zima already started uh, kind of mentioning. and um, We had night prayer last, last Friday. I don't know who, who was here uh, last Friday and who enjoyed that, but I was uh, really blessed by, by that time and those two hours that we spent in prayer. And um, I'm really excited to be here today and uh, I don't really have much to say today, but this is just something that uh, God's been teaching me lately, and I just uh, wanted to share that with you. And uh, what I titled this message is, is something that maybe uh, won't make sense at first, but I think as, as we get into it and as we start discussing it, it'll make more and more sense. And the title of this message is, The Sin of Confidence. Right? So we go, we go to school, and I think a lot of times we hear people around us tell us that we need to be confident, Right? Like you need to be confident. You need to, to, to believe in yourself and then that way you'll be able to achieve something in your life. You know, you need to, you need to be confident in yourself. You need to believe in yourself and, and you know, then, then you'll be able to, you know, get your career and, and, and your dreams will start coming true. And so uh, that word confidence is something that I heard in my life a lot and people told me to, to, to be confident. And, 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 and as that word, as I was thinking about that word today, I opened up the dictionary and I look at the definition and it's very straightforward. The definition of the word confidence is just to believe in oneself and one's power or abilities. Self-confidence, self-reliance, and assurance. So it's, it's pretty much when, when, when you're confident, it means that you know, you're confident in yourself. You're confident in your abilities. You know, I got this. I know how to do this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm capable of this. I, I know what I'm doing. And as, as you start thinking about that mentality and and at the word of God you start to realize that they don't really mix together because in the word of God the the, the word confidence is is used differently and in, in, in Philippians 3 3 it says we worship God in the spirit rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh so Paul is actually telling us don't have confidence in yourself don't have confidence in in, in the flesh so and there's a lot more places that, that, that in the Bible that we'll get into, but this mentality that the world's trying to push and that is pushing in, in a lot of young people's lives is, you know, believe in yourselves. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. Believe that, that you know, you yourself can, can, can move mountains. You know, believe that you yourself can do all these great things. Believe that you can change the world, that you can make a difference, you know, that you can be the end to... To, to racism, you know, you can be the end to world hunger, you can be the end to, to everything bad in this world, you know, you can do it. And, and it's this message that's uniting people that, that are becoming more and more sure of themselves. And I, I think that's why we see a lot of young people that, that think they know everything. 
because they're they're being taught this in their schools they're being taught this by you know even in their friends and they're always surrounded by you know believe in yourself you know your parents don't understand you your parents are old your parents you know they grew up in a different world you know everything is new now they didn't have cell phones they didn't have technology they didn't have computers that you know they they don't know what you're going through you know they don't know anything about social media you know and you do because you know you're living in the 21st century you're young you have all this technology so it's different your parents don't understand you the things that they're teaching you they don't apply to your life anymore because now everything's different. And then same thing, and you know, the Bible doesn't apply to us anymore. The Bible was written 2,000 years ago. The Old Testament, you know, even, even you know, longer than that. And it, it doesn't apply anymore. The times are different. Everything's different. And, and, and we're being taught that, hey, we don't really need to rely on anything or anybody. We need to rely on ourselves and our own understanding and our own knowledge and our own strength and our own abilities and our own talents. And only that way we'll be able to achieve anything in our lives. And the Word of God just goes completely against that. In, in, in every, every book of the, of the Bible, in every chapter, almost in every verse... The, the, it, it goes against that mentality of, of believing yourself because we hear over and over again trust in God believe in God be confident in God God knows better his plans are greater than your plans his ways are greater than your ways and 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 we'll talk about that and we'll talk about about what you know our position is supposed to be because at the same time you know when when you're completely like well I can't do anything that's kind of a different extreme where it's like you just sit all day because you you're depressed and you think you don't you can't do anything at all but you know where where is that balance where's where's the just you understanding the the god-given abilities that you have and where there's overconfidence and where there's already pride mixed in with that and uh first question i'd want to ask everybody is when we make major decisions in our life you know not decisions like where am i going to eat lunch today or or you know, who am I going to hang out with tomorrow? But major decisions, you know, like who we're going to get married to, how we're going to get married, who, uh, you know, what church are we going to go to, what ministries are we going to take part in, what career am I going to have, what, what school am I going to go study? And when we make decisions like that, how do we do it? You know, do I, I think every person has their own process or has their own idea and, and their own understanding of how to go about making those kinds of decisions in their life. You know, some... Some people, you know, they just, they just sit there and, 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 you know, today I like this, so I'm going to pursue this. And they pursue it for, you know, weeks and months and years, and then they get tired of it, and then they're like, ah, I'm going to pursue this now. And then they always go based on what they like. And, you know, today I'm feeling this, today I'm not feeling this anymore, so I'm not going to do it anymore, even if I need to, but I don't want to. And it's, that, that's one way to, you know, go about your life. And another way is, is, is just waiting on God in those situations and, and not doing anything until you hear an answer from God. And, and I guess my, my advice would be to, to, to do the second route, to, to wait on God before making those decisions because God always was, He is, and He is to come. That's what His Word says. God knows everything. From, from the beginning of the earth to, 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 to the end of times. In, in Isaiah, uh, God's you know, speaking through Isaiah. He said, I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things not yet done. So he's speaking about himself and he's saying, I know everything. 
from the beginning of the universe to, 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 till it ends. I know everything. So don't you think it makes sense to, to depend on, on, on an answer from a God who knows everything? I think, it's, 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 I think it's logical. It makes sense to just wait on God and because He knows everything, He knows what's better for you, right? So sometimes it might take weeks and, and months and years of waiting, but it's worth it, right? It's worth it to get the right answer. It's worth it to not make a mistake in your life and, and then have to suffer from it. And he, He's a God who sees the future. He's a God who knows the future. He's a God who knows every direction that you can take in your life and the outcome of those decisions. And He knows what's best for you. He knows what's better for you. He knows what's okay for you. And He knows what's bad for you. But don't you want to do what's best? Don't you want what's best in your life? Don't, don't you want to look back at, at, at your life when, when, when you're in your 60s and your 70s and your 80s? Don't you want to look back and say, Wow, I'm so glad I didn't chase my, my weird wild dreams like, like all my friends did. Don't you wish you could look back at your life and say, Wow, I did awesome things for God. And, 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 and be a blessing for your, for your grandchildren and, and your children and, and great-grandchildren. Is, isn't... Something like that worth maybe having a struggle right now. You know, if, 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 if I told you that, you know, I'll give you $100,000 right now. Let's say here, here's a scenario. I give you $100,000 right now. You take it, you have $100,000, you're rich. Or I say, how about this, I will give you a penny today, but that penny is going to double for the next 30 days. But you just get a penny right now. What would you rather do? You, 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 you can't do math right now. You have to answer right now. You can't think about, oh, is it going to be worth more after 30 days or not? No, you have to answer right now. What would you rather do? Well, everyone's saying a penny because everyone's not like, well, he's, it's Noah, so he's probably asking a tricky question. Andre already did the math. What, what, what's, what's, what's the final answer? You're close. Yeah, a million something. A million something is one penny doubled every day for 30 days. Or I could say, or I could even say here's a million dollars right now. And that's what, that's what we like. We like seeing something right now. Even if it's not the best, even if there's something better. But if, you, if, it, if something better requires waiting, a lot of times we're like, uh, it's not worth it. I'd rather have something now. I'd rather enjoy my life. I'd rather, I'd rather do something fun for those other 29 days than, 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 than wait and get a real blessing from God. But that's how God's kingdom works. That's how God works. You know, good things come to those who wait. His ways are higher than ours. And, in, you know, in Isaiah, once again, he says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. And in the Psalms, the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The plans of the Lord, not your plans, the plans of the Lord. There's so many places in Scripture where God just says over and over and over again, my plans are better than yours. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just, just rely on me. Just depend on me. Don't chase your own dreams. Don't, I, know, I, know it's, I know it's difficult. I know it's, you know, there's so many exciting things that you can do right now. There's so many exciting careers you could chase right now. I know, there, you know all your friends are, are, are making decisions to go to all these cool schools, and they're all going to go together, and they're all going to have fun, and, 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 and everything's going to be great with them. But just wait on God. Wait on God because what He's going to give you is better than what you can do yourself. And, and He's going to give you something that, that you, you, you didn't even imagine was possible. 
I mean, right now I'm in a situation where I, I never went to college. And I'm, I'm not saying not to go to college. I, I have to say that every time because almost every time somebody will come up to me and say, why are you teaching people not to go to college? I didn't go to college. I'm not saying all of you don't have to go to college. Okay? But I didn't go to college. And right now I'm in a position where God has blessed me so much that a lot of people who have went to college for four and six years can't even dream to get in my position. And it's not anything that I did. It's not anything amazing. Dennis can tell you a similar story. Ramil can tell you a similar story. Why? Because it's not anything that we did. All we did was just, God, I'm going to wait for you. If I have to struggle right now, if I have to suffer for some time, I'm just going to wait for you until you open a door. And once you open a door, I'm going to enter it and I'm going to stay there. If, if, it's, if it's this company that I have to work with, I'm going to keep working there until you open another door. It doesn't matter what opportunity I see. It doesn't matter what, what chance I have to, to make more money or to chase something else that I want. Until you open another door for me, I'm not going to go anywhere. And that's it. All, all God wants to see is that you trust in Him. And that's it. If He sees that, that trust, if He sees that you rely on Him, if He sees that you depend on Him, that's when He starts just blessing you abundantly in your life. That's, that's when you start seeing just, just miracles almost every single day. You start seeing these, these, these illogical things that are happening. Because, because that's how God moves. He doesn't, he doesn't need to go by our logic. He does things His own way. And, and I remember one time I was, one time I was, I was driving on, I was driving on, on, on airport road and there's this light to turn on, onto 112th and it's not even like a 90 degree turn it's like a, a 125 degree turn and, and I remember I'm like I get in the right lane and I'm looking there's a green arrow telling me to turn right and I'm looking at it and I know that there's a green arrow and I understand that there's a green arrow and my brain's telling my foot to press on the gas but my foot is just slamming on the brakes and it's like a green arrow and I just completely stop and for a split second I'm like what am I doing right now and then there's a car that just drives by on a red light and I'm just sitting there I'm like why did I stop at a green arrow why is there a car that's going on red what is going on right now and it's just moments like that God will just begin to tell you it's like this and, and, and literally at that point I'm like God why is this happening he's like this is just so that you don't forget that I'm in control because there's there's no reason that that you should ever press the brakes when you see a green light some people do that and it's very annoying when you're driving and especially when you're in a hurry somewhere but there's moments like that where, where it's just like God tells your foot to, to slam on the brakes for some reason and then you don't get t-boned by a ugly light blue truck with a metal bumper oh I remember it very well <laughs> it's like you're, you know your, your life's flashing before your eyes but and all God wants all God wants is just for you to trust him all he wants is for you to just surrender your life and just say, God, I want what you want. God, I want your plans, not my plans. You know, I want what, what, what you want for my life because what you want is, 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 is better than anything I can do. And, and, and God even goes as far as to say for us that heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So he, he's... You know, can, can, can anybody see the heavens? Can anybody, like, you know, reach and touch the heavens? So he's even saying, as, as far as the heavens are from earth, that's how much better my plans for you are than your plans. That's how much better. He's not even just saying, he's, he's not even saying this is just, you know, you have a choice between a million something and a million. This, he's saying my ways are a lot higher than yours. 
and they're a lot better because God is, is not of this world and He doesn't think of this world. And, 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 you know, and He works in the supernatural. And, and when we read about all the miracles that Jesus did, those are things that you, you, you don't learn by, 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 by going to college or having an awesome job. Those are those things you don't learn by, by playing video games for, for 12 hours a day, a day. Those are things you don't learn by becoming a professional football player. Those are things that God just begins to do in your life. And there's nothing that we can do to, to perform a miracle. There's nothing we can do to heal somebody. There's nothing we, we can do to, to, to set someone free who's, who's possessed. There's nothing we can do. It's only God can do those things. And, and if we want to see things like that, if, if we, I don't know, do you guys have visions of, of, of and, and do you see yourself evangelizing somewhere in the future? Do you just, do you just somewhere in your wildest dreams, you're like, man, this is, this is crazy. I'm so scared right now. But, but, but somewhere in my wildest dreams, I, I can see myself standing like a, like a crazy man and just coming up to people in Seattle and just, and just speaking the word of God to them. I don't know, because I, I have dreams like that. I want to see that in me. I want to see that one day where I just, I'll just forget about this life. I'll forget about this flesh completely. And I'll just, I'll just go and just be led by God and, and, and say what He says. Are you, know, are you guys moved by thoughts like that? Or, 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 or primarily your thoughts like, man, I wonder where I'm going to work in, in 10 years. Or I wonder what I'm going to be doing. I wonder, you know, what my family's going to look like. Or, or what's more important? What, what's primarily in your thoughts? What, what are you dreaming about? And God's thoughts are greater than ours. God's thoughts are greater than ours. Even, even those wild dreams you have of, of serving God, God's thoughts are even greater than that. And if you trust in Him, you'll do even greater things for His kingdom. And you'll do even more amazing things. But a lot of times to get to that, right now you're going to have to struggle. Right now you're going to have to suffer. Right now you're going to have to, to crucify your flesh. Right now is when you're going to have to learn that you're not in control of your own life. And if you want to be in control of your own life, you can be. But then God's not going to bless you, and God's not going to be with you, and God's not going to lead you. You can't have both. Either you, you surrender to God, and, and, and God just begins to move, or, 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 you, or you move your own, your own life, and, and you make your own decisions, and you make your own plans, and, and that's that. The heart of, of man plans his way but the lord establishes his steps and many are the plans in a person's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails once again the bible's telling us like you can make your own plans you you know you, you know we still we still do it a lot of times and you know we're like god i'm gonna do this un unless you stop me and there's times where god's gonna stop you if in the very first place if your heart is in the right place and if you're saying god i will you know i'm gonna pursue this i'm gonna do this but before everything else, God, if, if you don't want me to do this, stop me. Stop me. And, and, and when you go about it like that, then, then, then God's not going to look at it like, oh, you're testing me. You know, I'm going to make you suffer. He, he, he sees our heart more than everything. He sees your surrendered heart. And He sees that even when you're doing something that maybe you're not sure of, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you're not mature enough of a Christian to, you know, to, to, to wait. Maybe, maybe you're making some mistakes along the way. But if your heart is in the right place, if in your heart you, you already surrendered yourself to God, God will begin to lead you. And God will begin to kind of, you know, you know to fix the direction that you're going. He'll start to, you know, 
creating barricades in your path. He'll start to, you know, block ways to, you know, start to speak to you and speak to you and tell you, hey, you're not going in the right direction right now. You know, you're not moving where you're supposed to be moving right now. You're not supposed to be going here right now. You're supposed to be going here instead. And he'll begin to speak to you, but that's only if your heart's in the right place. And, and a lot of times, if your heart's not in the right place, God is so gracious and there's so many people praying for you that he'll still speak to you. And He'll still give you a chance to, to get right with Him. And He'll still give you a chance to, to get on the right path. But, but the more that you disobey, the more that you turn away from Him, the more you walk away, the more and more difficult it's going to be until you get to the point where, where you, you don't even hear God's voice anymore. That's a very scary place. But, but right now, if you, if you hear God speaking to you, if you hear Him leading you, if, he, if, if, if you even feel in your heart, if your conscience is still kicking, that means you still have a chance. That means that God is still speaking to you. That means that God is still trying to, to, to get you to the point where you're right with Him. And if you don't hear that voice anymore, if, if, if you've grown so cold and if you've grown so calloused in your heart to it, then, then you know, today when, when we're done, we're, we'll have a chance to pray and, and you, know, you can come out to the front and we can pray with you about that. But to trust in God, I think that's the most important thing you can do in your life, is just trust in God. And don't lean on your own understanding. Just trust in God. Just trust in His plans. And, and, every, and I, I know I say this every time I come out here. And every time, every Friday that I know I'm supposed to speak, I start planning something else. I start saying, okay, I spoke about, about this last time and the time before. And I always talk about, you know, making sure you're in the right career. And I talk about that every single time. And I start to say, I'm not going to talk about this. I've talked about this every time. And every time God just says, no, you need to talk about this. And it's, and it's almost like it's, it's a painful lesson that I had to learn in my life. And, and it's, 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 that's what I have in me. And I've seen so many young people already just chase their own dreams. And, and now they're in scary places. And, and all that is, is you know, I, I want to go to college here. I want to chase this career. I want to do this. And it's, it's sad. It's just sad when, when, when you look at them years after and, and you're like, well, I told you this was going to happen. And you said, no, I'll still be a Christian. But I told you this was going to happen. And you don't even have a chance to, to do anything because their heart has hardened to the point where, you know, only, only God can do something himself. And a lot of times when God does do something in those situations, it's not pretty. It's not the best that could have been in your life. And all it takes is just to have a, a humble heart and, and just to say, God, I trust you, God. I know I can do this, and I know I can do this, and I know I can chase this, but God, I, I trust you, and I want to wait on you, and I want your plans. That's it, just simple prayers like that. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything, you know, crazy. Sometimes you will. I, I, Heather, you were just talking about the, the cable. I remember when I made a decision, you know what I did? I didn't even ask my parents if we can cancel the cable. I physically just cut the cord. I just... You know, I snipped the cord, and then that's it. Then even if you want to watch something, now you can't. I'm not saying you should go cut your cable, but I, maybe it's not a bad idea. But there will be times where, where, you know, you will do something like that, but a lot of times it's just it's a simple prayer. It's just a simple, consistent prayer that you say every day. Just like, God, what are your plans? God, just... You know, test my heart, God. Test my heart. Make sure that I'm on the right path. Make sure that I'm not, you know, turned away from you. Make sure that I'm not walking away from you. God, test my heart. You know, I want to be close to you. I want your plans. 
God, if I'm doing something wrong in my life right now, if I've, if I, if I've made a mistake, if I've chased something that's my own, God, just, just remove it. God, just destroy it. I want what you want. Even if it means I have to suffer now. Even if it means that, that uncomfortable, I'll be uncomfortable right now. God, I, that's what I want. As long as I have your plans, as long as I'm in your will, that's all I want. Because God's plan is always going to be better than yours. Always. There's no exceptions to that. There have never been exceptions to that, and there never will be exceptions to that. Because even, even as, as, as there are celebrities, you know, who were Christians at one point, and now they've, you know, achieved the, you know, pinnacle and, and, and the top of, of everything that they've ever wanted, when they die, they're going to go to hell. And then it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Because God's plan is always going to be better than yours. God plan, God's plan is always going to be better than our plans. That's just, that's just who He is. And there's a story where... Um, there's a story where... Uh, there, were, there was Martha, Mary, and, and Lazarus. You know, two sisters and a brother. And, and, and there was a point where, where Martha comes running, running up to Jesus. And, see, and she says, Jesus, Lazarus is dead. Right, do you guys remember this story? Jesus, Lazarus died. If only you were there. If only you were there, he wouldn't be dead. You know, if only you would have come on time. If only, if only you wouldn't be late, he wouldn't be dead right now. Right? That was, if you think about it, that was Martha's plan. You know, she saw that Lazarus was sick, and her plan for, was for Jesus to be there, for Jesus to heal him, and so that he would live. And, and that didn't happen. And what did Jesus do? Jesus did something greater. Jesus did something greater than what her plan was. Because he came there after he was dead, and we all hear the story. You know, he tells the stone to move, and Lazarus come forth. You know, Carmen has a cool song about that. That's that's my favorite Carmen song. I still when I when I hear that part where he says Lazarus come forth, I get like chills all over my body. Because it's, it's when you imagine that. Can you can you imagine somebody that's been dead for three days just coming to life like that? That's pretty crazy, especially if you've ever seen a dead body. Just when, when, when you look at somebody and they're like lifeless, they don't have any, any, any color in their skin anymore, they're, they're just, they're done, they're not sleeping, they're just, they're dead. And then somebody comes to life after that. That's, that's pretty incredible and that's greater than what Martha wanted and what Martha's plan was, even though her, her, you know, her idea wasn't sinful, it wasn't wrong. There, there was, you know, I'm, I'm sure she was, she was just, you know, she cared about her brother. She was pure in her heart and she just wanted him to live and, and that's it. But God had something greater. God wanted to be glorified that day. You know, Jesus wanted people to see and know that, hey, my God can do this. Hey, my God's plans are greater than your plans. And, and I'm sure after that, Martha was probably never the same. And I'm sure after that she never had a doubt about Jesus and about what he can do. Because she, you know, after you see something like that, you realize that, God, there is nothing that's impossible for you. And, then, you know, those aren't just words that, that you know, are in your word. Those aren't just words that, that, that are in a, in a song. There's really nothing that's impossible for you. There's nothing that you cannot do. And that's the God that we serve. That's the only God that exists. Any, any other image of, 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 of a God who can't do that is, is fake. It's an idol. Because those are the kinds of things that our God can do. And those are the kinds of things that He can do through you, believe it or not. 
Because Jesus said right before he departed, he said, you guys are going to do even greater things than I did on this earth. He said that to, to the disciples. And, you know, as disciples of Christ, I believe that he said that to us. He says, you guys are going to do even greater things. And, and the more darkness there is, the more need there is for light. And right now we live in a dark world that needs God's light. And, and, and all it is, is, is he's waiting. He's, he's just sitting there and he's knocking at the door and he's just waiting for you to, to trust in him. And he's just waiting for you to, to surrender your life to him. Because in, 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 in God's plan, when, when it's God's will in your life, it's always going to lead to God being glorified. Not you, to God being glorified. And, and, and in that, you'll be blessed abundantly. And, and above it all, God's going to be glorified through your life. And God's going to be glorified through that decision that, that, that you're making to surrender to Him. And this story about, about Martha and, and Mary and Lazarus, you know, a lot of times, even, even in our life, there's, there's times where, where it feels like your, your faith is dead. Where, where you feel like, you know, the excitement to be a christian is gone your you know your fire has burned out that you know you're 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 just coming to church because you know that it's right and and somewhere in the back of your mind you're just you're just scared of falling away from god and you're scared of going to hell and that's the only reason you keep coming to church but there's no there's no there's no life in you anymore it's like you're coming to church but but you're dead inside and there's moments like that and even in moments like that god can come and he can bring life he can bring life to whatever's dead in you. Even in moments like that, and, and, and it's, it's the same prayer in those types of moments. It's, it's the same thing it takes. It's just, God, I want what you want. Because a lot of times when that happens, when we're dead inside, is when we're chasing something of our own. Is when we're trying to do our own thing. Is, is when we, we don't want to let go of a sin in our life. It's when we don't want to let go of our ambitions. We don't want to let go of our pride. And a lot of times what starts happening is God starts to move away because He can't be in the same... He, he's a pure God and He can't be somewhere where there's impurity. And when we're not working and when we're not repenting and when we're not fasting and when we're not doing everything we can to change, God can't coexist with that in our lives. Because he's a jealous God and he wants all of us. So what, start, what starts happening is naturally your flesh starts to rise. It becomes more and more powerful. It takes up more and more and more of your life. And God just starts to disappear. And God starts to go away. And, and in those times, it's, it's, it's like, you know, your prayer is, God, what, what am I doing wrong? You know, God, what, 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 what do I need to change? God... What are you trying to speak? You know, what are you trying to say to me? What are you trying to speak right now? We read the book of Job and how Job had everything taken away from him. And Job looked at his own life and he's like, I'm, I'm righteous. And you know, those, those, you know, his three quote unquote friends come up to him and say, you know, you're a horrible person. You've been going against God. And he's like, guys, I haven't been going against God. I've been, you know, I've been doing what I was supposed to be doing. I've been faithful. I've been, I've been true. I've been pure in my heart. I've, I've been doing everything that I thought. And even at the end of that story, God comes and, and Job changes. And Job realizes that, you know, I just, I heard about you and now I see you. You know, you know I, just, I just had an understanding of you, God, and now I know you. Now I know who you really are. So even you look at it, it's like somebody that was righteous, somebody that was, that was pure. And even in their life, 
there was still something that he was holding on to. There was still, maybe it was a, a small ounce, but there was still an ounce of pride that he was holding on to. Uh, uh, an, an ounce of, of, of self-confidence or assurance in himself and, and his abilities and, and his faithfulness to God. He was, he was like, I know I'm faithful to God. I know that I'm right. I, I know that I'm pure. And, and, and even in that, there was some pride and God said like, you don't know me yet. You know, you, you've, you've heard of me and, 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 and you're on the right way, but you don't know me yet. And after that, his eyes were open and, and, and he realized that, wow, this is who God really is. And it says that after that, he was, he was blessed even more abundantly than he was before. Everything was taken away from him. So, so, so think of your life as a book, right? A book has a lot of chapters, you know, and some, you know, if... if I was never really excited about reading, but, you know, the few books that I did read, you know, there's chapters where exciting things happen, and then there's chapters where there's challenges, especially when it's, when it's a story. There's always challenges, and that's what your life is. Don't, don't think that right now it's hard, right now it's not exciting, I'm done with this. This is a chapter in your life. This is a point where God is trying to teach you something. Where God is trying to bring you to the next thing. And, and, and when that chapter ends, another chapter will start. Sometimes the next chapter is going to be even more difficult than the one you're going through. A lot of times that's going to be the case. But then in all that, you're going to see God work. Because He's the author. And He's the author of our salvation. He's the finisher of our salvation. He knows everything. He knows the beginning of the story and He knows the end. And all we know is, is the middle part that we're in right now and what's happened in the past. That's it. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know what God is going to do. We don't know where He's going to lead us. We don't know what, what kind of things we'll see in our lives. But He knows. And, and all it takes is just to surrender to Him. All it takes is just to say, God, I want what you want. And that's it. It's, it's, it's a simple prayer. And, and the more difficult thing is, is probably just to break your pride and, and, and to crucify your flesh. The prayer is very simple. And when you start praying like that, that's when God begins to move things in your life. And, 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 that, and that decision to follow Him or not becomes more and more intense. And it becomes more and more... Intense is probably a good word, but it, 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 ju it just starts to grow and it just starts to, to, to fester. It starts to grow and, you're, and you realize that you're not in the right place and you're running out of time to get in the right place. And, and in those situations, that's a lot of times where you just break and you surrender to God. And it just starts with that prayer. Just, God, I want, I want what you not what, what you want. God, I want your plans. God, I want your, your ways. I want your thoughts. They're, they're better than my thoughts. And, and, and why I call this the, the sin of confidence. Sin is anything that takes you away from God. It's, it's not just lying. It's not just killing. It's, it's, it's not just, you know, uh, having, having adultery or, or, or being jealous of somebody. It's anything that will bring you away from God. And when you're sure of yourself, when you're confident in yourself, you, you're, you'll start to move away from God. You'll start to lose your, your, your connection with Him. You'll start to lose your relationship with Him when you're, when you're so confident in yourself that, that you know, you've already planned your life out weeks and months and years in advance and you know that you're going to go to this school and you're going to study for four years. Then you're going to go get this career at this place and you're going to go into this industry. And then when you have it all planned like that and you don't give God freedom to change it or you don't give God freedom to move everything, I wouldn't want to be in your place and it doesn't matter how much money you're going to earn. 
Even if I was homeless right now, I wouldn't trade that for, for, for what you're planning because I know what God has for your life is even greater than that. Because what God wants to do through you is even bigger than that. Because you, you might think that, that you know, you want to be a lawyer or you want to be a doctor or, or you want to, you know, open up your own restaurant or, or you, you want to do something else and, 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 you're, and, and you think, wow, that's going to be great. I'm going to make so much money. And you know what, what God's going to do through you is much greater than money. Because, you, you know, when you, when you die, you're not going to take that money with you. Even if you build a big pyramid and they bury you with that money and gold right next to you, you're still not going to get to take it with you. That's why God said, store your treasures in heaven. And you can't store your, your dollars, you can't store your bitcoins in heaven. And, and all God wants is just for you to surrender your life to Him. That's all He needs to, to, to begin to move. That's, you know, when, when, when me and Ksusha got married, I, I remember when, you know, we had uh, a trip to Mexico and uh, we went there together and one of the times she was pregnant and I remember people telling me like, well, you know, enjoy it. This is going to be your guys' you know, last trip together somewhere, you know, because after you have your kid, you're not going to be able to go anywhere anymore. And I remember somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's logical. That, that makes sense. It's probably true that, you know, after we get married, or now that we're already married, once we have a kid, it, it's going to be hard to, to travel somewhere. So this is probably our last, you know, trip like this, just the two of us. And then, and then we had Becky, and then we somehow miraculously, you know, we, we went on a trip to Israel and, and Germany when she was pregnant again with, with Mia. And I heard the same story. It's like, well, it's because you guys have one kid. You know, when you have the second kid, you know, there, there's no way you're going to, you know, you're going to go anywhere. And once again, somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. When we have the two kids, it's probably just going to be me going on, 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 on mission trips and it's going to be hard. And then now we have two kids and, and, on, and on Monday we're flying out again for another trip that, that's so difficult for me to still understand in my mind because I, I don't understand fully what the purpose of it is. All I know is that God made everything work and, and He led me to it and, and that's it. And, 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 and I'm sure when, if you know, God willing, if, if you know, He blesses us when, when she's pregnant again with a third child, I'm sure I'll hear the same exact story that once you guys have your third kid, then for sure you're not going to go anywhere anymore. And then maybe again, if, if God gives us a fourth kid, I'll hear the same story again. And you know what? At this point, I just, I, 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 I can't accept that anymore. I just can't accept that anymore because I realize that, that, that when God speaks, you always have a choice. And it doesn't matter what, what surroundings you have. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. When God tells you to do something, you always have a choice. And, 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 and right now, we're, we're, we're very blessed that, that you know, God uh, put it on, on Alex's and Nice's house and, and the girls are going to be staying, staying with them in their house. And you know, that is really helping us to, to you know, not worry about where our kids will be. It's pretty important so we're you know we're really thankful for that but you know and, and and God will just do and it's not even something honestly that we ask them to do it's 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 something that that you know Isaac came in and it was you know in her heart and it's just God will just start to build everything around you when 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 he he says something to you and he says like and he says you know you have a choice right now do you want my will or or do you want comfort you know, I can do something great right now and you don't even understand it, but I have a plan for you right now. And, 
you always, you're always going to have a choice. And there's always going to be people that say that, you know, no, it's not from God. No, you know, this is crazy. No, you know, you guys are supposed to, you know, be at home with your kids. No, you guys, you know, you, you shouldn't be missing this much school right now. School is important. But a lot of times if you just walk up to your professors or teachers and tell them, hey, I can do the work ahead of time. Just tell me what to do. They're like, sure. I was waiting for somebody to ask. I don't know why you guys are, you know, killing yourselves over in school. Just ask. And, you know, and when you make decisions like that, that's when God will perform miracles. That's when he'll move. It's, 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 when, you, it's when you take a step of faith. It's when you do something that, 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 that you heard God speak. And, and even though it doesn't make sense, you're just doing it. And, and honestly, about this trip, I'm, I'm already dreading the day that I come back and, and just overloaded with work. I'll, I'll be honest with you. That's the one thought I have in my mind is I'm going to come back and I'm going to be here for, for two and a half days and then I have to go to Mexico for a week. And then that Monday when I come back to work, I, I'm going to probably just quit because I'm not going to be able to handle it anymore. Because it's, 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 it's already bad and I didn't even leave yet. And, and, but I know that even with that, you hear God saying, I will take care of everything. I will control everything. You know, your business is in my hands, not in your hands. You know, you can, and, and it's, it's, I've already seen that, that, you know, you try to do something that'll, that'll generate a lot of orders. You know, you come up with ideas that you know are good ideas and they just don't work. Why? Because you're about to go on a trip for two weeks and they just don't work, even though you know it should work. And, and, it, and it happens every time. Every time I've gone to Mexico, right before I leave, it's crazy, 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 crazy. Then we're ahead of everything. I leave for a week, and I come back. They're like, oh, business was so slow while you were gone. And I'm like, and, and it's, just, it's just kind of like you see God playing with like sliders and, and controlling everything. He's like, right now I'm going to slow it down right now. And then it's like right before I, I come back, the two to three days before I'm back here, orders start picking up, picking up. And by the time I'm here, there's stuff to do. And it's just, it's, it's amazing how when you let God be in control, how, how you just, you step away from everything and it makes your life so much easier. <laughs> it makes your life so much easier because you know you don't need to worry about anything. God will provide exactly how much you need, when you need it, whether you realize it or not, and whether you think it's enough or not. God will always give you exactly how much you need. You know, he, a lot of times, he, 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 you know, He'll never give you less than you need. I, I've never seen it in my life where I had less than I needed. There was times where it seemed like I had less than I needed, but when it comes time to actually need what I needed, I had enough of what, of, of what I thought I needed to actually have what I needed. Every time. And oftentimes there won't be more than you need. God will give you what you need when you need it. And, and there will be times where, where, where you'll get an abundance of something like, this this Christmas, you know, we you know this past year, God really blessed us, and, and I got a big bonus that's even bigger than, than a monthly paycheck for me, just a big business. And and I remember thinking, I'm like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. I can finally get myself a better guitar. I can finally do this, and I have these plans. And then and then somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what, God, you gave me this for a reason, and I'm not gonna spend a penny of it until I know what the reason is, other than than you know tithing 10% to church other than that I'm not going to touch a penny of it and now when it came time to buy plane tickets for Europe I realized what it was for and and even with that whatever's left over it's still the same thing I'm like 
I don't know what to do with this. And, and you know, God, I'm waiting for you to lead me. And, and it'll happen with everything in your life. Well, when, when you get something, you always have a choice. You're like, is, am I going to take this? Am I going to you know, take this opportunity that, they, that I have? Or am I going to wait for God to speak? And am I gonna, and, or am I going to wait for God to open a door before, before I try to barge into something? And just, just with that thought, I wanted us all to, uh, to, to stand up and, and, just, and just pray and just, and just trust in God. That's, that's really all, all, all I have. That's, that's all on my, that's on my heart to, to pray for. Like I said, if, if you know you're at that point where, where you don't even hear God's voice anymore and where, or, or where you're so distant from Him and you know you're not where you need to be, I'm not going to call you out to the front again, but, but right now, if, if you want to come, you can do that and, and, and we'll pray with you. But everybody else, let's just close our eyes right now and just, and just begin to pray and just begin to, to, to cry out to God and just, and just ask for, for, for His perfect will and just begin to ask for, for His plans and, and His ways.